Hey everybody, this episode is about Kong Skull Island, and you know, the movie was okay for me, but I really did like the name, you know, Kong Skull Island, like it sounds really cool, and so I came up with a list of names that are really similar, but they could be competition shows. So for example, Gong Skill Island. So in this game show, people go to an island, of course, and they ring a bunch of gongs, and we see who the most skilled gong player is, and that person wins. Okay, here's another one, Bong Skunk Island. Uh, we put the, the sticky, ickiest gnar buttage into a bong and people smoke it and whoever can handle their shit more uh, wins a prize. And it's all on an island. Uh, of course, then we have Tong's Steak Island. This is just a, about moving steaks from one grill to another using tongs. Uh, on an island and that person wins and then there's long short island people have to recognize whether something is in their opinion long or short that one's a little more boring pong slam island that's uh just people are playing ping pong and whoever gets more slams or spikes uh will win that game regardless of the points of the game and then of course there's dong skeet island which I don't think it needs to be explained. I think you get exactly what that means. So if you like any of those, let me know. Or if you have any other titles, uh, let me know. Email me and uh, enjoy the episode. Bad science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Bad, 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 bad science. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bad Science. I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we're talking about Kong Skull Island from 2014. When is this 17. from? 17. Whoa. Thanks. I did not look it up. <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that's actually when it went into production. It was 14, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's... So uh, I was correct. Um, with us is a very good friend of mine that I've wanted on the podcast for a while. It's actor, comedian, and writer Marcos Gonzalez. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey, Marcos, why don't you give us an intro in, in, that, in that classic Spanish accent that you have? Oh, Hello, my name is Marcos Gonzalez, and I am here to talk about Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Even though apparently you <laughs> could only... Que bueno. <laughs> que bueno, Marcos. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and joining us once again <laughs> is anthropologist and primatologist you know from our recent episode on Godzilla. It's Natalia Regan. Hello, how are you? I'm doing Thanks great. Good to be here. Good to see you again. Yeah, back back to what I do, primates. Yeah. Into this. Finally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we are mining the gold here today, mm -hmm. and the gold is made up of a big gorilla. Uh, yeah, well, ape? yeah, yes, it is. I, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, Kong is originally a, a, a large gorilla, but what's interesting about this uh, incarnation of King Kong is uh, Kong is bipedal for most of it. You know, he's not yes. a knuckle walker, and so there's a lot of science that says eh, that can't happen. Um, it took me a second to realize what bipedal. Was. By, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, let me. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little knuckle ahead of walker. Myself. Oh, he yeah, has two pedals I'm way behind. I so, was not a <laughs> so primates. Uh, a lot of uh, non-human primates are, you know, quadrupedal. They walk on four legs mm. instead of two. So humans walking on two legs, except if like Daytona Beach on spring break, right. or, you know, they get all on four legs because they're puking. Um, mm -hmm. They're usually on two legs. That's that's how that we do. Sense. We were bipedal. But yeah. and and uh, the great apes, uh, chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas, and orangutans will get bipedal. They can, but not habitually. They they generally are walking on all fours or in the trees. They can brachiate, which means that sort of swinging motion that you see. Right. Um, oh, and right. so, but I noticed this Kong. <laughs> yeah, this Kong. I mean, like you know, it's interesting because like humans can brachiate, we can swing. But if you notice, your arms get tired really fast. That's because we're built differently than these non-human primate great apes. Yeah. Very. Um, um, 
they are built to be top heavy, so they can swing like that. Mm. They don't have the lower body strength or the sort of right morphology to walk on two legs all the time. But Kong in this movie seems to, and which is very interesting to me because his legs still seem to be pretty short compared to the rest of his body, which yes. I have questions. Yes, same. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit, but I still, <laughs> I, I love me some Kong always. Is it possible to condition yourself to be more top heavy or is it just like a natural thing that will never happen? Yeah, well, they're just just their arms are, are, are much longer than ours and their legs are mm. much shorter and the way that their legs are their bones are actually positioned mm. you know it's it's the way our bones are our femurs are positioned it, it's it's for bipedal locomotion and in fact our butts uh our, that peachy keister of yours is actually evolved to support <laughs> peachy keister. Keister. Peachy keister. Peachy keister. i'm writing that one out Hold yeah. <laughs> that's the name of our new show exactly mm. for, uh, yeah um yeah so the the butt is actually evolved to support bipedal locomotion it's the increased mm. size of gluteus maximus medius and minimus muscles okay. actually make it easier and and you know makes it an option to walk on two legs for humans and and that's why you've got like you know it's also a great place to to store body fat too for for yeah, you see. ladies out there because i i know it's the fat bottom girls that make that rock and world go around hey ain't that a fact mm. um i think i would have loved to have seen him swinging on stuff in this movie but i think he would just tear down it was too big, big enough too yeah. big <laughs> so, not a big enough tree and that's an interesting thing versus you know the, the kongs through the ages we talked about godzilla through the yeah. ages kong has gotten you know gone from big to small like in um the 2005 peter jackson incarnation he was roughly 25 feet mm. so much more doable oh, wow. to go yeah. swinging Teeny, around tiny. and Teeny, andy circus of course is my oh yes love yeah. i love oh I met him so once good. and I just oh. stared loving into his eyes and said, you know, thank you for Caesar of Planet of the Apes and Kong. Wow. But um, yeah, so he was too big pretty much. There was no tree that I think could sustain him. No. Yeah, I have a question about that. Because if so if the animals in this ecosystem like grew to the size they did, how come like the plant life and trees didn't like grow to like? That's an excellent question. I've yeah. always been curious. Because yeah. you think something would catch up eventually, if all right. the like, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell exactly how large these trees are because obviously we're just seeing them from the scale of the, the humans most of the time. But in in island evolution, usually there's 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 the rule thing rule called Foster's rule that either uh, species get much smaller or much long larger. You'll have you know like basically pygmy animals or gigantism. Wow. And in this case, you have like you know, obviously Kong is a giant, but to get that large. It is pretty much impossible. He would have to eat. I mean, like he literally would not ever be able to stop eating to be that large. He would just constantly. And what another life. thing, yeah. <laughs> the calories it takes to, to, to sustain a body that way um, at size is, it, it, you know, ridiculous amount. But also something to be noted is gorillas are primarily vegetarian. Oh. They eat mostly uh, like bamboo and uh, vegetation, and, hmm. and they'll even eat nettles and things of that sort. They actually have nettles, nettle like nettles. stinging nettles, oh. and <laughs> they sometimes metal. they eat those. <laughs> right? Yeah, they eat metal. They're heavy metal eaters, yeah, rock biters. Um, no, they'll eat nettles, but they actually use them to sort of scrape out the parasites sometimes, almost oh, as a medicinal smart. purpose. Oh wow, interesting. Smarty, smarty, no pants. I gotta get into that, dude. Maybe that's the next stomach craze: eating nettles, nettles yeah. to scrape out all your bad Which, stomach biome. <laughs> screw this keto diet. I'm on the Stinging nettle diet. Yeah, <laughs> probiotics. It's the new probiotics. Yeah, I guess if you notice in that movie, he really doesn't 
eat anyone. He just kind of like the squishes them. The squid. The squid. At that was pretty little tight. calamari. But I will say the squid attacked him first. It looked honestly more. I mean, that's the thing I was trying to figure out. Was that an octopus or a squid? It looked right. more like an octopus. At honestly. first, I thought it's it was an octopus, an octopus, but then the they, head was a squid head. Yeah, right. Was, yeah. When it came out of the water, I was the like, oh wait a minute. Now it looks more squidish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it they, did squid ink. Did you see the ink? Yes, I saw yeah. the ink. Oh, definitely. Good touch. Yeah, he got inked. He got inked. I had a question about the logic of that scene too, because the water was very shallow. Like even when oh, closer, yeah. the guy was here, I mean, nobody can see what I'm doing right now, but there's a guy <laughs> closer yeah, to, guy. The, to the shore <laughs> and it's up to maybe his knees. And then Kong steps in and it's barely over his foot. So in what depth was there a giant squid, squid laying yeah. out? Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's why I thought it would more, most likely be an octopus because octopuses, when they, I, I don't know if you've seen the video, I highly suggest if you have not to Google folks at home, the videos of octopuses squeezing themselves through small holes uh, oh, and, yeah. and and opening up jars. They can get into tiny little jars. So the fact that they get lay completely flat and also they have these things called chromatophores which make them able to change their color and the consistency of their skin so for instance if it wanted to blend in so Kong couldn't see it and it could try to eat it and first of all like I'm sorry like what octopus is going to eat that that's what I was going to ask I mean I can see it trying it seems like they deliberately wanted to attack this huge monster it's like you're probably going to lose that fight what are you doing maybe it killed its mom and it's like this is the revenge Revenge. kill everybody wants revenge in this movie that's another question about it's like all the animals were so like aggro yeah Yeah. it's like were they like experiments or were they just like naturally like aggro well it's supposed to be this idea that these monsters existed or at least Kong this monster existed far before you know humans did which also I thought was interesting the fact that all the monsters in this world you know we got Godzilla and um um, uh, the, you know, the Nemuto and stuff like that we talked about last time and, yeah. and Mothra and so on and so forth. All mm-hmm. the, um, yeah, they basically are supposed to have been there before humans have. Right. But Kong is, I mean, if you're looking at Kong as a gorilla and if you're looking at, you know, our evolutionary trajectory, how does that work? You know, are we all, I mean, if, if God and, and Kong, which, you know, I know that Godzilla you know, got God in the name, but in this particular island, Kong is God, mm-hmm. and Godzilla is king of the monsters. So it's like that weird, like, wait, who's God and who's king? I, I'm confused. But also, did we evolve from Kong? If or we, you know, like, a, not we, we, yeah, a, we was, clearly have a common ancestor, but how far back? If if Kong's been there since I was the confused beginning? about the entire timeline of not just evolutionary uh, wise, but like we were talking a little bit about it. Like, where does this? Where is this in chronological order of the Kong uh, franchise? Yeah, yeah, like like, it has to be an original, right? Because the story, the only story that I knew going into this was we capture Kong, we bring Kong to New York or whatever it was. Okay, New York City, and then he like destroys it. So is this before that, or is this because this is in the yeah, because I was like that's nineteen yeah. So nineteen thirty three was the original King Kong. Um, I, I. and I th- I've told you, I became a primatologist. I mean, my first love of primates began with recurring King Kong nightmares at mm-hmm. like two or three years, like really young. Yeah. I watched it way too young. And, and I had this recurring nightmare where I'd hear the footsteps in the distance that boom, boom, boom. And then he'd show up at our house and rip off the roof and one by oh one my eat my entire family, including <laughs> myself. So, but this happened almost oh like weekly. Like I still get the, if I, it's almost right. like you Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Ghostbusters wow. where they're like, you know, choose your destructor and you have to clear your mind. Cause if you think of something in my dreams now, if I think of King Kong, he will show up. Damn. <laughs> have you ever gone to one of those like dream specialists or I like looked into your dreams? Should, no. Oh my God. Yeah, that sounds I used cool. to get this reoccurring, like uh, my mom took me to a doctor cause I would wake up when I was little every night screaming. Because no. I have this crazy nightmare that I was like on a roller coaster that was just like a handrail. 
like a, what you call it, like a, like a zip line, but it was like a roller coaster. And if I let go, I'd fall into nothing and it would wake me up immediately. Whoa. But it was like, oh, it was no. like, I would wake Scary. up sweating and she was like, I don't know what this is. And nobody ever figured it out, but apparently it's just anxiety. Yeah. It sounds like a like fear really of bad anxiety, right. but I don't even know what I was anxious about when I was little. Not getting some, enough ice cream. But some yeah. people are Where just anxious, <laughs> you know, like some people, yeah. that's, that's anxiety. And how old were you? Uh, in between like three to ten. Yeah. Uh, she had to put railings on my bed because I'd roll <gasps> off the bed and like bust my nose. Yes, because you yeah. – yeah, that's – yeah. No, and so I, you became a primatologist to find a way to kill all primates? Yeah, so that exactly. They would not, I, uh, <laughs> I am the evil primatologist. <laughs> no, End the species. Uh, actually – well, that would be wrong because actually what I should say first and foremost, humans are primates. Ah. And not only that, all too. we're also yeah. part of the – We're just um, chill. We don't attack. Yeah, exactly. Actually, we're part of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of the family hominidae, which means we are actually great apes. So we're part mm. of the family that includes gorillas, chimpanzees, bonobos, and orangutans. And there's the lesser apes, the gibbons, mm-hmm. which are called lesser not because they're dum dums. It's just because they're smaller. Oh, which okay. one's bonobos? Bonobos are the sex craze maniacs. Oh my god! I'd say that as a joke. They actually are. Oh. The, the, <laughs> Aren't they a, like the smartest ones, or like um, super? You know, in terms of intelligence. There's it's it's hard to really gauge. Humans are really mm. funny about intelligence because we are always we're the ones that we're are like we're the pinnacle of intelligence. But it's like yeah. we are such a young species and we are driving ourselves into the ground. So let's what how's that? Yeah, but we can make jazz. Exactly. Yeah, can I make jazz? Can you make improv? I don't think so. That's what I do. I go to the zoo and I look at the grill and go, "Can you make jazz?" They could probably beat their chest. Honestly, on, oh, on, I mean, uh, yeah. I've seen a lot of videos. I mean, I, I remember watching, and it still makes me cry to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Coco and Robin Williams? Was that the name of the gorilla? Yeah. Oh, man. So Coco, she was very smart, but at the same time, I think it was sort of overblown. How like, You know, when, when fair, Robin yeah. Williams died, they made it like she cried. And of course, you know, she might have felt something, but I don't think it was as yeah. it's dra- dramatic. But and that's not to yeah. say that... Animals grieve. That is, uh, you know, there has been documented not documentation of animals actually showing, you know, grieving and mourning. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that that's not possible. But yeah, incredibly intelligent. Um, but not the gibbons. Not the the, no, the gibbons are great. Give man. Smack that booty. No, the gi- yeah. Are you <laughs> giving it? them a hard time? Peachy, hey, peachy keister. Peach, sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet peach keister. Um, Speaking of butt, dude, Kong had a big butt, and they showed it a couple times. Maybe that's why he could walk bipedally. That's probably oh, the only that's reason. what they were trying yeah. to show. Exactly. Your glutes are strong sp- enough. Mm-hmm. I remember specifically with that squid scene going. Like, he comes to, like, wash himself off. And I was like, this dude's got a huge butt. Mm-hmm. That's why he's walking <laughs> on two legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Makes sense. Um, but I was going to say, oh, bonobos, just to get yeah. back to your point mm-hmm. about bonobos, they are known um, because they basically diffuse a lot of the tension through sexual activity. Uh-huh. And but and, and I, I actually do a stand-up bit about, you know, I, being on d- dating apps back in the day, people would say, oh, you're a primatologist. Have you heard of bonobos? You know, and I would be like, oh, God, yeah, I know what this is about. <laughs> you know, they're basically saying I want to have sex with a lot of people. Do you? Let's do it together. Right. But oh, no. um, what I'd always have to tell them is like, you know, bonobos, uh, it's not just with males and females it's like they'll if you know female and females will do gg rubbing which is genital genital rubbing uh-huh. um males will have sword fights or penis fencing is the scientific term okay <laughs> use that at the next party you're at. familiar you do the tummy sticks it's okay i don't judge yeah um, bonobos are nuts <laughs> yeah um they're wild driving, they sound driving like they me nuts but um they're great but the females r- rule the roost the females are dominant so anytime mm. a male's like oh i wish we were more like bonobos i'm like well yeah. Maybe you should elect a female for president. That's so dumb dumbs. We're trying. Uh, some of us. Kong is a male, though. Um, that is what is assumed and, and, and said in this and okay. all the Kong movies. That yeah, I mean, we I have not seen an anatomically correct 
Kong. But one thing to yeah. note, gorillas are known to have very small um, penis. They don't have mm. a good size nice. ween. Um, humans have the largest penis to body size in primates. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, it's the men in the room. You hate to see it for those gorillas, man. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. But they also like it because usually like pe penis and ball size, ball, ball testicle size definitely has correlated with just the social structure of a species. Like, for instance, chimpanzees, which live in uh, multi-male, multi multi-female groups. Um, you know, they have a lot of competition for access to females. They have very large testes. Mm -hmm. uh, gorillas have kind of mid-size. Humans have a little bit smaller, not that that, that big, mm -hmm. um, I mean, compared to other non-human primates. Okay. And also the sperm quality in human men is very low compared to, say, chimpanzees. Hmm. And so they're like more fertile, chimpanzees? Yeah, well, they have just have, they're, they have much higher um, ejaculate rate. Like, they actually have a lot more sperm than, um, per ejaculate than humans. And the sperm quality is just better. Whoa. I'm saying this as professional banana? as possible because I know that it's going to Oh, <laughs> no, no, I get it. I'm actually genuinely curious about yeah, this. Yeah. Is this just like an oh, environmental or like sure. well, it's, banana it diet? It has yeah. to do with just competition for females. And, and it, it might have oh, been over time as, as humans were evolving that um, competition for females shifted and changed over time, and that's still to be determined, you know, like exactly why. A lot of times it's multi, multiple factors uh, contributing to the evolution of, you know, different changing body types and physiology. Dang, that's nuts. Um, okay. Another thing to note is that um, most non-human primates have what is called a baculum, which is a penis bone. So it is a boner with a bone. Oh. Mm -hmm. And uh, humans uh, do not have that. Uh, I can't speak for all of them, but I'm pretty sure most no, mm -hmm. no human man has a, a baculum. Sounds painful, to be honest. Yeah. So, well, it just slips into pass. your 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 ween right before. It, it's kind of convenient. <laughs> oh, it moves. Yeah, like the wow. bone kind of like it's not always in it. So when you it's like in your stomach type situation, it's I, it's not in the stomach so much. I don't know. I, I'm not a, a, a baculum specialist, but it's it's you know kind of like it, in that region, and it just sort of kind of. Like and then and unfolds. Like, Interesting. There you go. The and it, it makes it really quick and easy uh, to to uh, do the sex. And a lot of times the copulations <laughs> in non-human primates are a lot shorter than those in humans. Although mm. I studied spider monkeys. And let me just say, on average, their copulations, I believe it's between 18 and 27 minutes on average, which I think is far longer than most average human males like if we were to do like you know across the board, what is the average sure. population okay. for right. humans? Spider monkeys. Spider monkeys. Spider monkeys. Write that one down. You love to see it. <laughs> but interesting fact: <laughs> spider monkeys do not have the baculum. They actually do lack the penis bone, like humans. Oh, okay. You hate to see it. Yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, okay, so hold on. I want to go back to the movie for a second. I enjoyed the movie, and maybe I would have just had fun with it if I was just like watching it in the theater with my friends. But I was watching it alone for this purpose. Mm, so same. I just started. I was writing down notes the whole time and there's several yeah. times where things come up and then just not they're not explained they don't pay off yeah. they don't come back later and so I, I wrote a few of them down sure. and I just maybe I'm dumb that's totally a possibility and you guys got it and I didn't but like number one Brie Larson's character, Mason Mason Weaver, Mason Weaver mm -hmm. is an anti-war photographer why is she on this mission? I 
I don't know. Someone did her a favor, which is how everybody's on this mission. <laughs> Literally every single person on this mission in like the first 20 minutes goes, hey, can you do me a favor? favor. Can you throw me in here? Hey, can you do me a Why favor? Why do people hey, want to go Samuel on this mission? Jackson? The whole first part of the mission is that we're going to get on helicopters and go through a perpetual storm. A hurricane. Like, it's a nonstop hurricane. Yeah, it's a nonstop hurricane. And everybody's like, hey, cool. can you do me a favor and get me in there? I did like that some characters mirrored like the, like for example, like, John Goodman and Jack Black are pretty synonymous. It was like Jack mm-hmm. Black's like the filmmaker that like knows there's danger but goes in anyway. Right. And apparently John Goodman supposedly knew everything that was on this island, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I like that they mirrored that. I just think it's so funny. Like some of the stuff that happened to get there, like I, I think it's a little nuts for them to just call up Samuel Jackson and go, hey, I know all you and your entire like unit <laughs> are going home, but do you want to go to a mysterious island right now? Where ships have never like, returned. Yeah, yeah where everybody like, dies. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. so excited to go also, he's like, right? Absolutely. He, Pack it up. Nothing boys. to go back home for. Like it's <laughs> right, the sad. Yeah. Ca- I mean, that's the saddest thing. Is that he's just like the sad. He just sa- wants one that. note character. If he yeah. just, he's just angry. He's just yeah. angry. After we just developed that, all these guys in his unit are, are so trying excited. to get back to their kids. Family. Like, I know. Yeah, it's so sad. It's like, why would you do that to them? Like, if you're supposed I to think be like that their was lieutenant the whole, or whatever. Like, Vietnam War parallel they yes. were making, right? I guess, yeah. But it's like if you're the lieutenant and you care so much about them, which he says a million times in the movie, he's like, right. I can't leave this guy. Yeah, I can't leave them. They're well, he clearly doesn't though, because there's a time where later on he says like, hey, there's no need to keep going. Jack's dead. I have his dog tags here. And he's like, that doesn't change anything. That we push forward. That him. death was the most confusing because yes. they built, they started off the movie building him up. Like, I yes. got to get home to Billy. I got to get home to Billy. Everything was Billy, Billy, Billy. Right Billy. So you're just waste. like, you're like, wait, so like, he can't die. Like, he he's the character that I was like, he can't, you can't kill him. And because, then they like, left him, yeah, on his own. He yeah, was the only on his, person who yeah. got separated. And so you're thinking like, oh, this guy is going to be like the key. Yeah. He's going to kill the he's enemy at the, the end. That... Or... And my big thing is, what is that thing that Kong is fighting? What is I that? Oh, the skull no... crawlers. The skull crawlers. Like, what is that supposed to be? Is it like a mutated lizard? They call yeah. it a lizard. I don't know what it, it was, is. It, it reminded me of the Mudo from, I mean, in terms of like, what mm. the hell is that? You right, know, where it yeah. has kind of human-like sort of, it almost reminds me of like the, uh, I, uh, I do a show called Paranormal Cut on camera, and they show me <laughs> paranormal clips, and I tell them why they're not real. Uh, but one of the things is called the rake, and it, it reminds me like the movements the of the rake, where it's so... like this sort of weird humanoid ghost-like creature, and yeah. And it, but it, 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 but then of course it has this lizard mouth and, and like an exoskeleton. Yeah. Like... Well, it didn't really have an exoskeleton. Oh, I thought the head was like bone, but I could be wrong. I mean, it was it, it looked bone. That's why it was so weird. It almost looked like it was a hybrid of like a like a turtle. Okay, like a vulture. turtle head. Like it's yeah, like a bird like. Yeah, while we're talking about these yes. creatures, what are they called? Skull crawlers? Skull he, crawlers. Well, that, that's what you John know, C. Riley John, calls it. Like, just made it up on who the is spot. By, who is by far my favorite character? Oh, he's so good. <laughs> he's so he's good. a national treasure, you guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Also, very small side note the back of his jacket, and I don't know if this is a reference to his Steve Brule's Adult Swim <gasps> character, but on the back it says, like, for, something for your health on oh the back of his God. jacket. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was that. like, there's no military jacket that would say something for your health. I was health. waiting for him to call him dum dums at any time. I was like, you dum dums. That would have been great. That was such uh, a good, yeah. Oh, so wait, the lizards, man. Yeah. So, okay. They're under they're in the hollow earth thing, right? They're yes. under the ground, the crust of Skull Island. And they are awakened mm. by the bombs that are dropped, right? So, number one, if John C. Riley's there for 20 plus years, why not build something to trap them or to keep them down there or whatever? They don't do that at all. Yeah. And then two, he says. The, the, when you guys drop bombs, you woke them up, and now they're like going up. But you really don't want to wake up the big one. And so, two questions: one, why didn't the bombs wake up the big one? That mm-hmm. doesn't make. Why wouldn't he be the first one to wake up? Yeah. Wouldn't his ears be bigger? I don't know, etc. And then two, what does wake him up? 
He just comes at the end yeah. with no explanation, right? I don't know he was on the they west had more, side. They had more bombs. They had more yeah, bombs. They, yeah, they, they, they remember she throws I mean, the they throw the match because they go to they the do west napalm. side. Yeah, they, make, they basically but the they napalm, napalm just like lights the like lake on fire. It looked like well, where they are it didn't seem as remember John C. Riley's like, yo, know. if we go to the west side, that's where they are. We don't want to go to the west side, but if right. we want to go to the southwest side, we can talk about that, but yeah. not the west side. Yeah, and they go to the west side, which is where they live. So when they throw that match, that cigarette into the phosphorus or whatever it is that lights or sulfur I don't know what it is sure, and it explodes yeah. then he's like hello yeah <laughs> okay. they, they put I think didn't they do bombs right before they did the napalm and that's what attracts Kong and then oh, yeah. and then oh. they were going to detonate the rest okay, of them around. Okay. Yeah. so that's I think that's right. what woke up mama got um, it got it yeah because that I mean yeah that I was, was just confused I remember just seeing the big mama one come and he goes ah, that's it that's the big one and I'm like what why it now it wasn't even that big yeah like I thought it was going to be like, it was going to have like I mean, arms looked, and legs. Like, it was, was definitely like, oh, bigger big than one. those other ones that Kong yeah, easily just wrecks. Squid, yeah, this one felt very yeah. Jurassic Park too. Maybe mm-hmm. it was the like pterodactyl type things taking the guy and breaking his arms off. But I was oh, just sure. like, this feels that like was a very rough. nice merge of yeah. like the two. Well, and the sounds of the and animals the sounds, yeah. and stuff, yeah, right? No. was very like Jurassic Park. Um, okay, another one that was weirdly mentioned, and I actually found out why this one happened. But so they, I think it was kind of towards the end where John C. Riley's talking about these huge ants. And he's like, but they don't show. Right. He goes, yeah. it sounds like birds, but it's a fucking ant. You better look out. There's these big ants over here. And I was like, any minute now, these giant <laughs> ants are going to wreck house. No ants at all. Um, and so I found out that the entire scene was an outtake that John C. Riley was just trying to get people to laugh by just saying crazy stuff. And but they kept it in. And the director, uh, Voigt Roberts, I want to say is how you pronounce his name. Mm. V.O.G.T. Roberts. Uh, yeah, he wanted right. to include it in a scene, but he couldn't do to budget constraints. What kind of budget is he just talking? Oh, get the ants. In yeah, there? he wanted Dude, to get take some paper mache. You mold it into an ant head. I mean, come on, guys. I could have done just, this. I would have just scrapped the stick bug scene. That was nonsense. Oh, man. He sits on a stick bug and it gets up and he shoots and the stick bug leaves. A I giant know. log bug. Well, I felt bug. bad because I love I love yeah. stick bugs so much. Yeah. That's why that scene was so strange. And then when he got eaten, like I was right. when I saw the blood, I was like, oh, this is just like a fake foreshadowing. Like maybe it was the blood of the stick bug. Mm. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. can't be dead. And then when he vomits the dog tag with his perfectly cleaned off skull, I was very impressed. That was like, awesome. stomach, stomach acid, acid did Let me that. Yeah. Skull crawlers. So, There's stomach acid. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely ridiculous, also. And I, I'll tell you so what. So convenient. There's. <laughs> We, uh, and I think that we touched on this in the in the Godzilla episode too. In these like huge action movies, when they don't take themselves so seriously, I love it. And mm-hmm. those are like the best parts of the movies where it's also funny. And they're like, yeah, we know it's kind of funny. It's an action movie, whatever. Let's go with it. Like so there was one moment in this movie that I thought the whole movie could have had a lot more of, which is when this dude they're trying to have like an emotional moment. And I think they were legitimately trying to make us feel emotionally <laughs> invested. Yeah, or... but he he grabs grenades and he goes. Go live your oh, yeah. life. Oh my god. And they leave and then the lizard whips him with his tail instead of eating him, which I guess is what he was planning. What a waste. Yeah. And he gets like shot out and he hits a mountain and he explodes. Loved that. Yeah. Thought it was so funny, so great. And the movie is just ripe for that. Like yeah. you could have had so many scenes like that. And instead, they just tried to do like stupid jokes with the whole like mouse and the lion thorn story. Yeah, and a lot all of like mythology. misses. Did you hear that? For yeah. me, just Icarus, like comedic yeah. misses instead of 
physical comedy, yeah. you know, instead yeah. of just like, oh, just throw people around and yeah. like play with our expectations. Like, I thought that scene was perfect. I love that. I wish they got a little more creative with the deaths because there's too many people getting swatted oh, away. It's swat- just like, yeah. oh, okay, there goes that person. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to see some creativity. Even at the beginning, like, I had some questions about when they were like, hey, there's a giant storm there. And they're like, let's just get in the helicopters. I had a question about that because yeah. that's crazy. That was a severe storm. Yeah. That yeah. you're just going to fly whatever many helicopters. By the grace of whatever, they all get in. Chill, very chill. How low were they flying that he could just jump up and destroy like 40 of them? Like how many went in there? It seemed like a lot. And And I will say he's 100 feet tall, 105, I think. They could easily raise raise up, I feel like. And also they just hung around for so long. You've never seen anything like this before, not even close. Why would you not think... Hey, let's strategize. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here and plan with our human brains how we're going to take this thing out or get away from it. Instead, they're just like, I don't know, fire, circle yeah. around it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half fire, of you are going to die. It was, yeah, uh, yeah and I, f- I felt like even Samuel L. Jackson's standoff with Kong after mm-hmm. that that first scene where he just stands there and stares defiantly eye to eye. Yeah. At, well, not really eye to eye, eye to like, you know, shin. Toe. Um, yeah. Toe, basically. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know why he didn't just squash him right there. I mean, this man really, like, you know, basically just, you know, destroy. And that, and also bombing the the beginning where they were doing this sort of seismic experiment where they were going to bomb the area. Also makes no sense. I didn't, yeah, like, I don't understand. They were trying to understand the topography by causing seismic waves. Like, I've never heard of that either. I, I I know. I was trying to look that up. I don't know. I, I have. Size, you know, geologist friend that I will ask, but I sure. Like, I, I mean, maybe confused. I think crazy to blow up ground to go. That's what the ground's well, like. You don't. Well, first of all, they, they haven't done a survey of this area. They don't know if there's people on this island. Right. They don't know what yeah. animals are on this island. Yes. Like any biol and that that care we we were talking earlier. The, the biologist character uh, mm-hmm. who says all of four words. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you would think they would be more Shunker invested. In like there. this this you know this is an island that has never been visited. All the endemic species that have yeah. been, that you know like have all these protest. new species. That'd be a good scene. Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. But that, nope. yeah, nope. There was it was just indiscriminate, like just bomb. No, uh, and a lot no of no concern. Yeah. yeah, that is something like you think someone would be like, what are these skull crushers or draggers, whatever they call them? Mm-hmm. Like nobody really questions them. They just go, hey, what is that? And John C. Riley goes, we call them this. Okay, let's move I on. I wonder if they just don't <laughs> have a time to even question. But yeah, I, I love that one guy that always goes, is anyone even going to just talk about what just happened? Oh my happened? god, I wrote that yeah. down also. Yeah. Natalia. I couldn't believe that there was like three or four different times in this movie yeah. that someone says that. It's like, You're saying what the audience over is saying. <laughs> yeah, like we know that it's ridiculous but, and no one answers also. Yeah. It's just, are we not going to talk about this? And then everyone's like, alright, let's go, let's get it. Why? What's like the, the point of that? When the parents get divorced that's like, wants to talk about all the feelings all yeah, the time. Yeah, maybe I, that I was another him. swing at something funny. Yeah. And we yeah. just, I, I don't know, it did yeah. not work for me and I'd much rather get physical with it and, and throw people around. I was um, so curious about that okay. fight scene at the end. I wrote notes as well because I was like, there were some moments where I was like, like, man, this makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everything from the Tom Middleton samurai fight to the big face off but with yeah. the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he picks her up out of the water. Right. Right. No way for she, him to which, find her. For some reason, she's dra- going down. Yeah. She'd probably float, whatever. Grabs her. And then with the hand that she's holding, that he's yeah. holding her with. Also rips this guy's tongue out. I, but he, they switched hands weirdly. Like I felt like oh, they, I felt like it was a bait was switch. Here. I know, but Ooh, then, but then they, trick. I felt like when he looked at the hand again, it was, I don't, it almost looked like. Oh, he switched her. I don't know. I, that's why I was, I, I watched it with my mom yesterday. He should have done. He should have thrown it up. Yeah. And we were like, wait, what's happening? We were. 
Like yeah. he had a clenched fist in his mouth. Yeah. It's in her mouth. And I thought, oh, okay, they're making us be like, yeah, she's in there. She's in this thing's she mouth. Might, yeah. Yeah. This is like a crazy sequence. Her. Yeah. And then just goes like, <laughs> which yeah. is, first of all, hilarious way to kill a creature that is supposed to be like the one that killed your whole family. Yeah. You just that. grab its yeah. tongue and that's it. Whatever. <laughs> all the guts come out of its yeah. mouth. I thought that was cool. I also cool. would have loved to meet his family. <sighs> By oh the way, my God. So, a little lost there. <laughs> So Kong, I mean, like, that's another interesting part about uh, gorillas and, and, and King Kong and this idea that he had a family, like mom and dad. Uh, usually gorillas live in, I mean, again, we're assuming that this is like a kind of gorilla because it's right. walking on two legs. It is 100 feet tall. It, yeah. you know, lives not in Africa. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, they generally live in groups where there's one male, multiple females, possibly two males, but one is dominant. The other one generally doesn't have access to females unless when the other one's not looking. Mm -hmm. So that was uh -oh, an interesting. Sneaky. Yeah, they have <laughs> oh. quote unquote harems. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. uh, you know, exactly. <laughs> hey, Betty, let's go. Uh, you know, Jim's not looking. Let's go over there and shut up. Shout hunting. Um, I like think that they all talk like, ooh, sneaky, let's go. <laughs> Hi. Let's go over there. <laughs> You never know. I mean, I, I, as a primatologist, I always like to think, and I think uh, Gary Larson did a cartoon, like basically the idea of when we're not, when when scientists aren't watching, what the hell are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know, they're oh, only yeah. doing their crazy quote unquote monkey shit when we're watching. But you know, back the, you know, they're reading like Dickens and stuff, and like yeah. writing uh -huh. their own novels, and For sure. you know, like giving animals voices having, all the time. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. got to sound like this, yeah. right? Yeah, like I feel like gorillas. That every time they give them voices in like cartoons or movies or TV, it's always like a deep and sometimes also for some reason intellectual. Yeah, yeah, like true. Like, well, George of the Jungle. He's like, hello, I'm yeah. a gorilla, and I've, I feel like they've I've seen that trope of like a smart, like a, a genius gorilla a bunch of times. Yeah. It's even in games like Overwatch. They mm -hmm. have like Winston, who's a scientist gorilla who's like fixing the earth, whatever. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like it would be so much funnier if they had tiny little voices. Just like yeah. imagine like uh, a hello. Gilbert Gottfried voice or like something oh, even God. smaller than that. Right, right. Inside of a gorilla, I would die. I want animals to speak so bad. Someone needs to – someone figure that out, please. I'm constantly <laughs> upset about that, Marcos. I can't believe that we're here in 2019 and I don't know what my cat – is trying to tell me it's just because she's not talking to. She doesn't want to talk to you. I think she does want to talk to me. She's she's <laughs> meowing at me saying? while looking at me in the eyes a lot. I, I kind of know what she's saying by this point. To be honest with you, it's either like I want food, I want you to pet me, I want new water. You know, I world want domination. Me. I, want I mean, to I think it's out. world domination. I think it's they're just yeah. entertain me, boy. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go, back to the show about science. You, you were talking about Samuel L. Jackson staring into Kong's eyes. Uh -huh. mm. And he found a thing that was saying that it's like not gorilla-like. That gorillas rarely stare straight into the eyes of anyone. So Kong's habit of doing that uh, makes him unape-like. Yeah, it's very anthropomorphic. You know, I mean, generally, it's I would not want to make intense eye contact with a gorilla that I didn't I, that I'm just meeting for the first time oh. you know if, if somebody is working with one long term then that would make more sense but it can be seen more of as a, a threat display if you're really staring or oh, even like facial expressions like smiling for instance mm -hmm. um, when you see I'm, I'm a big advocate against having like any sort of primates in movies because usually they're treated horribly but when they get chimps to smile that's a fear grimace Whoa. they're not they're not happy and Whoa. so like that's what's interesting when she Do smiles smile at when him, they're like, what do they do when they're in a good mood? I mean, they'll have like they'll have their own form of laughter. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, but that's when cute. it's like when it's like this really forced grin, like that's that's they're making them afraid. They're, they're making them afraid. Wow. They are. There's a reason that just, changes. Dunstan checks in. Yeah, a lot. there you go. That makes, but honest, that's interesting. Makes me so though. Sad. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ouch. They also. I mean, a, a cool part of the movie that I thought was really 
on point and showed me that they had been talking to primatologists, which is awesome, is when Kong takes a tree to use it against, uh, uh, I believe it's the big one in the last fight. He yes. strips it of the leaves <laughs> right. and then he thwacks him. Yep. And uh, that's not exactly how chimps use tools, but like you see to tool use in chimpanzees, gorillas. Gorillas not so much, but um, orangutans. But they'll uh, chimps especially will strip the leaves off of, of, a, of a branch and dip mm. into termite mounds or ant, ant mounds and get the ants and like, you know, eat them off the stick. Wow. So, you know, and, and there's awesome. been- Yummy, 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 yummy picture was circulating recently of a orangutan that was using a stick to kind of try to spear fish. And that's an older photo, but it's getting a lot of play this, these days. Oh, I, but, I think I just cool. saw that recently. Yeah, and to, yeah tool use Fishing. is – but another really cool tool use story is uh, a friend of mine, Jill Preet, amazing primatologist uh, at Fongoli uh, in Africa. She – uh, her her studies have found that basically females, because everyone's like, oh, because chimpanzees do hunt uh, in groups and they'll kill a, they, a lot of colobus monkeys. I call them chimp bait. Um, but they were like, oh, the you know the males do it, but the females, eh, you know, they just do it their own Wait, thing. Wait, chimps will kill small monkeys? Yeah, yeah, they'll kill Whoa. monkeys and then they'll you know rip them apart and they'll share them with one another. That's what? kind of a way that they sort of bond with one another. Yeah, but females, know, chimps were, for some reason, I always thought chimps were like vegetarian, nope. fruit-based. Wow. I don't know <laughs> I why mean, I thought most that. Most are omnivores. They're like us, but they're opportunistic hunters. And and that's mm. kind of how humans, I think, pretty Dang, much evolved too. Dude. You know, we yeah. eat meat when, it's, when we can get it. Yeah. But females, they found, were actually um, taking sticks and stabbing into trees or areas that they knew that were hollow and killing bush babies to eat for Damn. themselves and their infants. So, yeah, so no. females were hunting a, as well. I saw a video of a, a, I don't know if it was a gorilla or a chimp or what, but they were making a s'more. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. If, I think they taught them this. It's a really cool video. I was going to say, I'm it's like, like a BBC. That's, it's like they I have this, the marshmallows. Yeah, they have know, this long just, stick marshmallow. Yeah. He puts the marshmallow on. He puts it over a fire, and then he eats it. I feel like it's a matter of training, right? It is, like, yeah. but I like as a primatologist, I'm like that. They shouldn't be eating that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. They definitely yeah, shouldn't eat that. That's like no, a diabetic was, coma we for anybody. But like, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. It I know. seemed like it was because it was cute. But I feel like if it is cute. Dogs, I know, I know. It's, but you're right. Yeah, like my dog <laughs> Sorry. is fairly no, right. intelligent. I feel like dogs are fairly intelligent, and I've taught my dog a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. she knows how to get up places. She knows how to like unlock doors, stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I feel like. It's just a matter of like education. Like I feel like I'd be pretty dumb if I didn't go to school. I feel like if you if, like if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like if you taught gorilla like how to write and do normal things, I feel like they they'd get to an extent where they probably could understand certain things. They just don't have, I guess, like the vocal cues, right? To be able to be like, I get this. They don't have, I mean, yeah. the, the actual vocal cords, the development yeah. is different than we have in, in humans. The, but yeah. like drawing and things like that, I feel like they might. I mean, right? I actually do have a painting. Um, there was a, a, a gorilla named King at... Uh, monkey jungle in florida and my uh, an old boyfriend of mine um worked on the ellen degeneres show and he um had they basically i had already visited king at monkey jungle and it was a sad story he basically had his they i think he belonged to a circus or he was a pet but they oh, no. removed his canines because mm -hmm. the thing is with uh, with gorillas by the way they're mostly vegetarian and those large canines are not to eat meat they're to basically defend you know their territory and act and, and to fight for access for ladies Battle uh yeah it's like you know chimps have large oh, canines baboons gentlemen. have large canines yeah. we have very recessed canines and we don't have what is called p3 honing which is they have this thing where the bottom tooth will help sharpen the top tooth it's really cool don't have it but king did not have it Pretty at this sick. monkey jungle but he loved watching the ellen degeneres show so they sent in a tape to ellen and it was really kind of neat like ellen did That's an so episode cute. where you know he she said hi to king and they sent in a picture uh, that a painting that king had done and Whoa. and my boyfriend at the time you know i was studying gorillas and he 
he basically was like, please, can she have this? And he gave it to me. So I have this wonderful, cool painting. And the wow. best part of it is like, all, there's all these like crazy colors and stuff, but you can see the thumbprints. And that's my favorite part. Cause I, yeah. if I hadn't been able to, I was gonna study gorillas, but the area I wanted to work in got really bad sociopolitically. So I pivoted and did spider monkeys, but gorillas have always been my, my fave. And so yeah. this has always been a question of mine. Cause I feel like there's always this myth that animals or certain animals do not see in color. Well, some can't see in color. Like they okay. don't have the, the vision, the trichromatic, you know, vision. There's so, like there's also, um, you know, what are mantis shrimp that can see like all the colors. Like, yeah, yeah wow. ultraviolet light. And, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah they have 16 kinda, cones. Kind of like a movie about a big old mantis shrimp. King, king oh, shrimp. king shrimp. King shrimp. King shrimp. They actually. Um, king shrimp island. They're, they're neither mantis nor shrimp technically. Um, what? Really? Ooh. I know. It's kind of confusing. Are, but they're still crustacean? Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they. they uh, king crust. They can cross, can cross like shrimp island. But they put them in plastic tanks because if you put them in glass, they can actually punch their way out. Oh, I've seen. I know what you're talking dude, about. Dude, yeah. this is my kind yes. of crustacean. Super dude, I punching. Want one of these guys. Yeah, dude. yeah the force. Them thumb splitters because if you researchers, yeah, you can't handle them because they'll split your thumb in two. That's They're so really awesome. They're baller. We got to find a movie that features uh, powerful <laughs> shrimp. Or at least talk about exactly. that. Exactly. That it. sounds That's so sick. funny. Okay. I had a pr yes. kind of a more general question because obviously Kong is like a good guy mm -hmm. and he's protecting the humans. And so in the wild, is that how it works? Would gorillas protect, protect us from predators or would we get into battles with them? With uh, I mean – Considering that humans evolved alongside uh, non-human primates because they were there before us, mm -hmm. um, historically speaking, it's not necessarily, no, they wouldn't protect us. Okay. If anything, now humans have to protect them because yes. from other humans. Right. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily there's ever been an, ex I mean, I, of course, there's. I'm sure anecdotes where there have been cases where, you know, a gorilla was familiar with a human that would, you know, would go to bat for a human. But no, generally they're protecting their own and, you know, kind of okay. everybody takes care of their own. And But there is altruism in non-human primates, mm. uh, usually for those of the same species. But sometimes you'll see interspecies or symbiotic species that are looking out for other species, even though it doesn't benefit them or their kin. Mm. But as far as them, like, you know, I mean, it's it's a very romantic notion, I think, yeah. you know. The, yeah, friendship. I was hoping, yeah, that was the case because it seems so nice. There might, I mean, you know, and that's that's not to say that it couldn't happen. But now, I mean, like if you look at primate conservation, because people will say, oh, it's such a selfless endeavor. And I'm like, nah, because when you protect other species, you're in your own way protecting humans. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're trying to conserve a species in a, in a region and humans happen to live there, then you're ho hopefully everybody is benefiting that's the idea right, that, right, so you, right. i mean good conservation is making sure that the local population is equally if not more taken care of and invested in their wildlife yeah and there's also, also this was something i noticed from a lot of movies that i've seen is there truth to the sort of like i guess uh when people are confronted with like gorillas in a movie they usually take on this sort of submissive nature and the gorilla's like you're cool is that real like because it um, seems like they go oh if you get down and and don't look at them they're yeah. just like yeah come on join me you're you're fine well there's so there's this thing called habituation which is basically how use an animal is to human presence you know and, and obviously if if when you see mountain gorillas that are that are uh, being met by groups of people, they are used to people all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, if you went into a group of gorillas that maybe did not know or had not seen, like imagine if you'd never seen a human before, if you or if you've never seen a gorilla before, and you walk in, you're going to kind of react, kind of like these guys did. Well, hopefully not like those guys did on them in the movie who just shot them up. But there would be more of like, uh, you know, a defensive but also like protective stance. Yeah. But because people know what they're getting into when they're meeting mountain gorillas, and mountain gorillas have seen these. 
people dang it's kind of like oh look you know more bipedal weirdos you know like yeah. it's more of these hairless things um Weep staring smucks. at us um they know they kind of are safe and so yeah. there is that and and I, I believe that people are coached to just you know be and also yeah. another very important note when you do go anytime you go into the wild and you're interacting with any wild animals but especially non-human primates and especially gorillas it is very important that even if you have an inkling of a cold or feel a little bit sick that you do not go because the mm. transmission of diseases between humans and non-human primates is a big problem. It's wow, called zoonosis. Yeah. So you could like a common cold or, you know, a certain, some sort of virus or something that they're not used to could wipe out a whole group. Jeez. Oh my you know, God. Damn. Ebola, for instance, really has a, a terrible effect on gorillas. And oh, I know no. that. I can't remember even how many died. It was Western lowland gorillas, but it was. That's so interesting because yeah. I was always told like, oh, whatever you have, you can't give to animals. Because oh, that's, that's like a common, mm -hmm. I feel like it's a common misconception then that people pass around where it's like an animal can get your sickness. You're a human. No, you Dang, can. You crazy. can. Zoonosis is real. Wipe out and you, their whole and that's, family. Well, I mean, like uh, HIV was, you know, from consuming oh, monkeys. Oh, yeah, that with, makes sense. Okay. Eating monkeys with SIV, you know. Jeez. So, you know, there and Ebola, I believe, originally came from bats. In caves, I can't remember which company. Yeah, yeah you were the wise here. Don't eat weird stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Don't, don't eat stuff they, that you're yeah. not supposed to eat. The bat yeah. wasn't. They, they, the bat transmitted to something else, and that was you know consumed or even or yeah. was Ugh. closely you know. There was, That's another was one where it's like we can't understand our pets. Ridiculous. We yeah. can't just. It's 2019. I can't just like go to the doctor once a year and get an injection of whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, but virus. vaccines will kill you, you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. That's that's the that's the fight that we also have to fight. Like I actually, it's it's terrifying that in 2019, if I say I'm a scientist and will fight, you know, anti-vaxxers and say like, no, like seriously, you're here because of vaccines, most likely. Like your ancestors <laughs> would not have, you know, or they had really great immune systems and other people don't. So you need to like get that herd immunity up and let's yeah. let's let's do this. And but if I tell them I'm a scientist, they immediately are like. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I you're might as well. Paid I got to tell them I'm a mommy blogger, so and I heard yeah. from my yoga's, you know, weed, <laughs> weed dealers, you know, <laughs> nephew got the sniffles after getting, you know, the MMR vaccine because, like, that's right. the only way people will listen is through these weird anecdotes. And yeah, it's true. That's always a fear too. Is like you're giving it to me if I'm getting it, which is fair. You get like whatever. A small you get an attenuated, yeah, version but of what crazy. it is. But that's crazy. That's always the excuse I hear. It's yeah. like, well, I don't want to get it to, <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> okay, good luck. Well, it's like anti venom yeah. when you know you knew get uh, bit by something poisonous usually yeah, it's a, right. it's a version of what it is but yeah get vaccinated everybody please. get vaccinated even the yeah. flu vaccine you know it, it I didn't really... get mine this past year but I'm gonna get mine next I'm gonna year get, I have a doctor's appointment this tomorrow I'm getting all my shots done good yay it's been a while I right. think it's been a couple right before years. your birthday yeah, my birthday's on oh, Sunday. Oh, happy birthday. 25, dude. Hitting that uh, quarter Holy life. Holy moly. The wrong side of century. 25. Right? Oh, I'm hitting yeah. that quarter life, uh, what is it called? Crisis. Crisis. So now I'm yeah. getting all my shots, going to the dentist, figuring everything out, doing it all. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're going to start flossing now. Have you, you gotten your know. wisdom teeth out? I did last year. Congrats. And you know what? This sucks. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Great. But let me tell you, I had such a weird case of uh, wisdom teeth that they had to remove one by one every other day. And one and two wow. of them, they had to cut in half and then rip. Whoa! So you had big ass ones. I had Made big ass wisdom teeth. Uh, I don't know what what happened, but it sucked, and I got like really sick after. Oh, I guess no. I got some sort of like uh, you had uh, skull bacteria. Island that's teeth. how I got. Uh, skull, yeah. That's how. No, I got an you infection a, in my bloodstream from it because it was be open for so long. Oh fuck! It sucked. Yeah, oh, no. and the dentist was like, "You're fine." And I was like, "Nah, dude. No, I'm everything not. hurts." Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was really crazy. Oh, probably sue him. 
We're running yeah. out of time. Yeah, but, sorry. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys I was going to just say, uh, well, yeah, Marion C. Please. Cooper, the one that actually, I mean, back to dreams and what dreams mean, uh, Mary C. Marion C. Cooper, the one that came up with King Kong, the original in 1933, actually apparently had a dream that a gorilla had overtaken New York and was just sort of like on a uh. mission to, to get it done. And so I, it was awesome. really kind of funny that, you know, and, and my dream actually, by the way, I, I was able to shrink King Kong down to the size of an orangutan. That's why I was no longer afraid of him. So oh, I don't nice. know if I was going to mm. say for your dream, if you can maybe... Find a ground. Find a yeah. ground. Find, find a soft them. padding. Yeah. I mean, I don't have them anymore. Kong's butt, yeah. perhaps. A parachute. Dude, honestly, Loki, that peachy keister, I would land on it soft. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. It would be a, such a nice landing. Oh, yeah. smooth. Slide on down. Oh exactly. It'll take wow, care of you. so interesting. I honestly didn't know. I love monkey. I've always said, like, not monkeys, primates. Primates? Primates. Yeah. Primates or prime apes? Pri- well, you know, pri- I don't know what number <laughs> of prime apes are, but yeah, they'd prime be a prime apes. number. Primates. Yeah. Great apes. Great apes. I guess just in in general, mm-hmm. I've always been interested in primates. Um, like anytime anybody's like, "What's your favorite animal?" I always say chimpanzee because I love them. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I remember it, like in early age, like fourth grade, learning a lot about Jane Goodall. Uh, yes. like we watched a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a science teacher who was obsessed with who watching, has like, a master Nat, class Nat now, Geo. by the way. Yeah, yeah. So I we watched a lot of Nat Geo videos, and I've, but I've never really learned that much about them. And I like lived in Florida. We had a lot of zoos. I've been to a lot of zoos. Always go to those exhibits, and I never knew. Any, I guess I never knew that much about them at all because mm-hmm. I feel like you're just like a wealth of knowledge about this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that that's the reason they walk on all fours. I thought they could just walk naturally, just more comfortable to have all yeah. four down, like stuff like that. I had no idea. You need a big, strong butt. You need a, yeah, it's an old And, 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 and motivation. But yeah, Monkey Jungle down <laughs> near um, yeah. Miami is really great if you yeah, ever, yeah, if you ever back there. A couple, yeah, yeah uh, where you're in the cage and the monkeys are outside, they have a bunch of macaques there. Nice. Which are, they're, uh, and I've def- definitely not been to that one. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds. You gotta awesome. go next time. Yeah, go and home. if you're into Jane Goodall, I hi- highly recommend seeing Jane the movie. It's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. It's about her life, but it also is just you know it really. I mean, we all know she's a human, but she's also a, a god in my world. But yeah, humanizes she's her Kong life. Person. She is, yeah. she is my Kong. But uh, I actually got to interview her on, or be part of an wow. interview with her on John Fugel's saying show oh, wow. a couple of months ago. So that was where can people hear that it, uh, on Sirius XM? I can. Oh, I can great. share it with you. Yeah, I feel like I'd cry cool. if I saw her. Oh like, yeah, that you, every every documentary I've ever seen is like so emotional, and she cares so much, and it makes me emotional because I know that she cares. I'm getting teary eyed right now. <laughs> Do you want to hear like, the sweetest thing yeah. when she takes a photo with you? I've 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 met her three times because of like at conferences or at you know the interview and another screening. She I've taken pictures of her where just normal where we just look at the camera, but she does a thing where she's like, it's better to look at each other in a picture because you really get that real you know intimate moment. Oh wow! It is one of the most deep, and so I have these pictures. Cool. with her where I'm like on the verge of tears and laughing and and it's and I, I've I've taken that. that rule to thumb you know like now you I'm know, taking that, that rule to I'm thumb that's not what I'm I taking that rule <laughs> to my opposable <laughs> ape thumb um, but yeah it's a great rule to have <laughs> yeah I like that a lot it does look uh, just thinking back it does look way more like you're in it when people of are looking course. at each other I have photos where I'm like looking at friends and it just looks so much I yeah. always prefer a candid <laughs> yeah. photo then everyone gather around and look over here candid yeah. over canned yeah I'm also not much of a smiler I don't like smiling I no, like no. you have a lovely smile well, yeah it's a, it's you a, what you call it grimace it's a fear grimace it's a fear grimace 
and every time Marcus smiles. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm like, uh-uh, yeah. stop, 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 stop. Um, okay, so be, besides this uh, this interview, where can people find you? Oh, goodness. What should um, they do? <laughs> if you want to hear more about actually primate stuff, I have a, a web series called Talking Shit with Dr. Todd and Natalia, where I talk about a lot about primate uh, locomotion, uh, dentition, diet, and all that good stuff, uh, and poop, lots of lots of shit talk. Uh, I'm on Star Talk mm. Radio, so if you want to hear podcasts about this stuff, you can find me there. And if you watch Travel Channel, Paranormal Caught on Camera, I'm the professional hater skeptic. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Mariquitas. Mariquitas, that is me. How, <laughs> how can people find you? Where what should they do? find me? Hmm, you're going to have to look hard. No. Every second Wednesday? <laughs> I'm a secret guy. Uh, yeah, so UCB. every second Wednesday, I'm in a house team at UCB right now. Uh, characters welcome. It's every second Wednesday at 7 p.m. Come on through. Uh, every month is new characters. Everybody's doing some weird stuff. Um, I kind of just perform around town too if you find me or just follow me on Instagram uh, Polos Marcos P-O-L-O-S-M-A-R-C-O-S and you'll probably figure out where I am based on that great <laughs> uh, well hope to see you guys maybe for what's it called Go- Kong vs. Godzilla oh my gosh Let's yes Godzilla vs. Kong next year mm-hmm. show. I'm yes. so down I yeah. really want to see that um, okay thank you guys <laughs> both for joining me what a great way to end it and I'll see you next time <laughs> you'll love to see it love to hear it Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our associate producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is Lucas Bollinger. And the executive powerful punching shrimp producer is Brett Kushner. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show. That's at Bad Science Show. Or feel free to send us an email, badscienceatseeker.com. That's badscienceatseeker.com. Let us know what you think about the show, any movies we should do in the future. I always appreciate getting your emails. And, of course, leave us an iTunes review. That lets other people hear about the show. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.